The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie joins us for our weekly travel spot. And Sarah, when you have small children, is it really worth your while taking them away on a summer family holiday? Because can it not be more trouble than it's worth? Hi, Matt. Um, well, I mean, I per- totally uh, think that you should go away and that children shouldn't stop you. Um, so I may be a little bit biased, but um, I do think that we do sometimes our parents, uh, particularly first time parents, and I was one of those, uh, we do get kind of caught up in picking the, the picture perfect family resort when half the time you kind of don't really need it. We get obsessed with kids clubs and half the time you don't even want to put your new baby in a, in a kids club or a creche anyway. So I think it's important that you really sit down and think about what you want, what and what your child wants, particularly if they're young. You know, I used to find the beach was the best when they were young because you could kind of relax and sunbathe and they couldn't kind of fall into the pool and things like that. So I think it really depends on the kids' ages. Um, there's different Although, hang on a second, you ha- you're constantly trying to get suntan cream on them to make sure they don't get burnt and then they're getting covered <laughs> in sand and all the rest of it. I mean, a holiday is supposed to be a holiday. When you have small children and toddlers and the rest of it, and particularly once you have more than two of them, does it not become something of a nightmare to try and manage? You need a holiday from it by the time you're finished. Well, in fairness, I know you've more than I do, but um, I suppose when you've a few of them, that's, this is when the, the creches and the kids clubs really, um, really work. Even if you get a few hours piece, I suppose, uh, during the day, it can be nice. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really important. It's so different for each family, like one child, you know, a small child, you know, you may not need all the same facilities as if you had three or four and you want to try and get some time uh, to yourself. So, yeah, just ask yourself that kind of questions, what you need, where you want to go and and um, what really suits your kids. Even with teenagers, I find sometimes, you know, you get caught up trying to find things to amuse them when really all they want is the best quality uh, Wi-Fi, you know, uh, so you could be, you could be trying trying to, to find this all different clubs and everything and half the time they don't even want to go into them. So, you know, talk to your kids, talk to each other, decide exactly what you need from a holiday before you actually spend all that cash. But from experience, how important can it be to check that you have things that you might go to on a day like a water park, for example? Yeah, I mean, water parks are great, particularly with older kids. And so many um, good family complexes now have water slides in the pool and it can really give you hours of, uh, of of alone time and that kind of peace of mind. You can relax knowing that they're safe. They're in the same complex as you. They're off um, having the, the time of their life and, uh, you know, not kind of pulling out of you every five minutes looking for money for ice creams and things like that. So things like that can be a, a huge benefit, again, depending on the age of the kids, but also check the, the height restrictions, some of these water slides may have height restrictions. You may, if you have small kids, a few different kids, you w- may want to get one that has a little splash park that suits the, the toddlers as well. So it's important to check the same with kids clubs. Um, some kids club don't start till age three. So if you have a two year old, you know, you might need a crash. So again, it's just important that you check. And I suppose this is where research really comes into it, where travel agents are good, where, you know, you do that before before you book. And then what about the flights? Are some airlines better than others in accommodating children? How much time should you give to considering the the length of time a flight will take? Yeah, I mean, most airlines will allow you bring uh, a buggy and another piece of equipment, whether it's a car seat or a booster seat with you on top of your luggage allowance. Um, Aer Lingus 
uh, a rhino give you an extra five kilos in your for infants. Erling is included in their uh, in your baggage allowance. So, but most of them will still allow you that extra th- those extra pieces of equipment as well. Um, I'd always say as well, you know, when you're flying to the states or anywhere, try and go um, direct if you can. I know prices are more expensive, but even if you're going to the likes of Florida and, and the direct flights are expensive, look at going through New York or through another American city so you can still avail of that. Um, pre-clearance in Dublin or Shannon Airport because that really saves a huge amount of time. You know, at least if you've done all that before you get on, the minute you've, you've landed, you just want to get to your destination. So that can be really important as well. And then about things like buggies or strollers and booster seats and car seats. Yeah, I mean, you can bring them, um, as I said, and most of them include, included in the, in the cost, but just check with your airline. Um, they, they, there's not normally an extra charge for that. It's one, it's usually a buggy and one extra piece of equipment. So if that's the car seat or a travel cot or whatever it is you want to bring, but also check with the hotel you're going to because some of the really good family resorts have, you know, a lot of the, the equipments there. You know, you can rent or not even rent. They may even give you buggies or give you sterilizers and give you things like that. They may not have them advertised on their website. Just email the hotel and check what's available because if they include them in every room, there won't be enough. But if you pre-book it, you know, it just might save you bringing the kitchen sink with you. Okay, then, yeah, but how much luggage should you bring as well? Because the luggage charges add up, don't they? Yeah, they really do. I know I say this a lot and I probably uh, repeat myself on the luggage side. But really, you know, when you're paying for four and you're looking at 20 kilo bags at the height of the summer, 100, 110 euros, um, you know, each, like it's it's a lot of money. So um, invest in the good lightweight luggage. Try and get them, you know, a um, a lightweight case each. As soon as the kids are old enough, get rid of the trunkies. I always say that um, and get a proper 10 kilo size case um, and then one thing I used to always say to my kids and it worked was you can bring whatever will fit in that case and that's it. And uh, it just, particularly in the summer, it's easier because if you're going to a summer, a, a sunny climate, you don't need coats and things like that. So it should, you should be able to travel a family of four, a family of five with a 10 kilos um, bag each. Okay, let's get some suggestions for you. Uh, what's your first choice? Yeah, um, I picked costs. I can, again, I know I mentioned this before, but we've got Erlingus and Ryan are both flying there twice a week now. And we also have Tui's um, charter flight. So what happened there was Tui always flew to Cos, but now they've got competition from Erlingus and Ryanair. So some of the prices are really, really good. Um, I saw they have a packaged um, self-catering holiday there in Tingaki. It's a lovely little family resort, really kind of low-key and a fabulous beach. Uh, accommodation is basic now, but a kind of typical, if for somebody looking for no frills, um, it works out at 1978 for a family of four. That includes a 100 euros offer they have at the moment. And that's the 19th of July for a week. And that includes your transfers, your baggage, everything. So under 2000, you have a family holiday in July for four. Um, you know, there, there's, if you want, you can kind of design your own. You can pick all inclusives as well. And um, I did find an all inclusive there that has a water park on site. Um, again, flights that would be booking the flight separately and booking the, the, the all inclusive that worked out at 3056, but that includes all your food. The water park on, well, it's kind of like a slides water park, not a huge one, but, um, and that's a four star property as well. So good value if you're looking for those peak dates in July. I think costs is definitely one to watch. Menorca. 
Yeah, um, people tend to forget that there are flights to Menorca. I think it was introduced a couple of years ago. It was the last year, the year before, and people kind of have forgotten that there are flights. Like there's flights in August with Ryanair for 113 return on the 10th of August. Like you wouldn't get that anywhere really in Spain uh, in a holiday destination. And it's a really lovely island for, again, for families who don't want something too lively, ideal with young kids. Um, and or if you were looking for like a villa holiday, so you have the cheap airfares, you maybe could afford to, uh, you know, to book somewhere really good on the accommodation side. But there's lots of self-catering accommodation there. I picked out the Blancala. They're right on the beach. Again, kind of basic, but um, but nice family property with good reviews. A family of four there in 1982, right on the 10th of August, including your flights. Um, and they have two bedroom apartments as well, which can be hard to get. Um, for a family of five, you're looking at 2387. And that's, um, again, for including your flights and accommodation. And I see you also have a two bedroom apartment in the Algarve, which would cost €1,575 for a week for a family of six. Yeah, the Algarve prices, I, to be honest now, most, a lot of the, the hotspots have really have shot up in price. Um, and that's probably why I picked out Cos and Menorca. But one good thing about the Algarve and the Costa del Sol is, um, Erlingus and Reiner, there's extra capacity. So the airfares are still quite low. So you can get lucky if you can find accommodation that's not, um, over the top. And this one, the Park Mirabelle is one of those. It's not, it's, it's in Villamora, but it's on the outskirts. So it's not really at the marina, but, um, you know, you can kind of get that, uh, nice holiday resort, but, you know, be on the outskirts at, at a reasonable price. So the apart, two bedroom apartment there is 1575 for a week. And then this flight price is from about 170 return at the end of July. Um, now, I sh- I'm, I've picked kind of July, August bash because I think most people, that's when they want to go. But obviously, if you can go earlier in May or June, like the prices are much lower than these. But uh, I just picked the, the peak dates here. Um, so the 27th of July from 170 from Dublin or Cork. Um, and then Shannon or Knock aren't too bad, a little bit more expensive, 235 uh, from Shannon and 245 from Knox. So like just good value flights uh, to the Algarve right through kind of the summer. Okay, this year. I'm running late, but I will take one more. Costa del Sol. Yeah, the Costa del Sol, again, the value is there on the flights because it's extra capacity, 152 euros. And I picked the, the Sunset Beach Club apartments there. They're Irish owned right on the beach in Bella Medina. They're a four star. They're, God, they seem to be around as long as I am anyway, but they're very, very popular great family complex um, and a family of four in July there, including your flights, is 1980. But all of these are on my website anyway, thetravelexpert.ie if, if anybody wants to have a look. Um, there's a few more deals there as well. Thank you very much, Sarah Slattery. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-